Texas Racing Heartland. This is the only program dedicated to Victorian country racing. Welcome to the Country Racing Show. It's got it all. Great to be with you on this Thursday afternoon for the Country Racing Show. And as always, I'm joined by Maggie Payne. Good morning to you. Afternoon to you, Maggie. Yeah, afternoon to you too, Gareth. Yeah, it's... Uh really starting to feel like spring even though the weather might be a bit of a change over the next couple of days you can feel that spring in the air for sure looking forward to spinning a yarn with paul jones of course the trainer of one of my favorite gallopers barry the baptist that was second of course in the nugget there at ballarat on sunday behind coming around is and a chance to, to go around in the Coleraine cup which is coming up on saturday but let's talk about a few of the, the major issues in country racing and Unfortunately, in the world that we're living in at the moment, we're losing some wonderful meetings, traditional meetings that everybody, especially in their local areas, look forward to attending each and every year. And there's no Witchy Proof Cup, and Echuca is the only race club now running on Melbourne Cup Day, Maggie. Yeah, that's right, Gareth. Last Friday, a few changes to the country calendar were announced by Racing Victoria, and one of those was losing the Witchy Proof Cup uh, that traditionally runs on Dartley Day which is a devastating blow for the community, but um, assuming, you know, no crowds on course, it might, you know, might not have got off the ground anyway. And I think the community are supportive of the decision and just can't wait to, you know, get back bigger and better next year. Um, as you mentioned, also a couple of cancellations of meeting on Melbourne Cup race day, which is normally our busiest race day, which leaves a chuka. But uh, clubs who did get some benefits announced on Friday was the St. Arnold Cup was saved with a move to a Sunday and similar to the Mortlake Cup will be run on a Sunday after Derby Day. So those cups will uh, receive the benefit of also being a Sky Racing meeting and full coverage on racing.com. So that uh, benefits those two clubs for sure. Oh, that's terrific. And we haven't given up on the picnic season? We haven't given up on the second half of the season. It was announced sadly on Friday that the, it has been abandoned until the 7th of November, so any meetings that were held across that period. Alexandra was one of the first ones that normally kicks off the season. They have been cancelled, and that's just due to the the viability of the meetings not being able to go ahead without crowds. It's, um, that's really what pushes and drives these picnics and non-tab meetings, and without those crowds, they're just not financially sustainable. Yeah, which is it's unfortunate, but we just have to get through this. And like a few of the country footy clubs at the moment that I'm talking to, it's hurt the, the local communities, those small towns not playing football this year and having that release for the farmers to go and do something else and watch their, their local towns play football. But a little bit like the racing clubs, it's a year that we want to forget, but they'll be back bigger and better next year. Oh, definitely. I'm um, a bit scared for my health, actually, for next year. And, <laughs> I'm so uh, am I, mate. And many race meetings I'm going to have to be going to, but no, they're, they're strong, like you said. They've been through drought, they've been through floods. They'll um, get back together and just looking forward to getting everyone back together and on course and supporting local communities. I think that what we'll see out of this pandemic is everyone wants to support local and the little man. And, um, yeah, and these once-a-year clubs will be no different, that's for sure. All right, let's spin a yarn now. The people at the grassroots of racing. We're spinning a yarn on the Country Racing Show. 
And we're joined by Paul Jones, the trainer of Barry the Baptist, who is one of my favourite horses. He was brave the other day at Ballarat on that Sunday behind coming around in the Nugget feature. And Paul joins us now. Good afternoon to you, Paul, and thanks for your time. G'day, Gareth. How is Barry? Yeah, he seems to have come through the run well. And, Paul, you'll be keeping a close eye on the, the weather radar for whole rain on a Saturday. Do you think you'll accept, or if the rain comes, it'll probably be a bit too much of a task for him? Uh, we've accepted, yeah. At this stage, I'm led to believe the track's pretty good. So, you know, we'll just have to monitor how much rain they get over the next probably two days. Will he enjoy the, the quick backup if, he, if, he, if the, the weather goes his way? I think so. He's backed up, you know, well previously. So, you know, all the signs he's giving us are that he's come through the run well. You know, just a slight step up in distance should, you know, favour him. And, you know, we're just sort of looking for a, a bit of an easier assignment for him. And he was our pin-up boy uh, only last year, Paul taking out the country horse of the year, and he won an Apsley Cup, a Stall Cup, and, you know, a few placings through that. And he's had almost a year on the sidelines. So how have you gone in bringing him back to the races and back into training? Yeah, it's been a long, slow process, as you can imagine, but he's, you know, he's coped with it well, and, you know, he gets plenty of time in the paddock during the day, so he's, you know, he stays fairly mentally fresh, and he likes the stable environment and the routine of things, so he's, you know, he's been fairly bright and happy, and so far the injury's held up well, so, you know, we'll just take it run at a time and see where we can get to with him. Congratulations with that, Paul, because it's not easy to get a horse to perform like Barry is after that long injury layoff. Is it extra satisfying as a, as a, a trainer and a preparer of a thoroughbred when you, can, when you can achieve goals like that with a horse like Barry? Yeah, it's, you know, it's good to see him back, you know, and he's, he's nice and healthy and well in himself and, you know, his leg's pretty good and, you know, he's such a lovely old horse to have around the stables. We're really happy he's back and you know, we're quite pleased with the two runs he's put in since returning to the races. So, you now hopefully the best is still in front of him. And he has been so great for your stable. And just for a bit of a background, how many horses have you got in work? And what, what's the story behind Barry and getting him into your stable? Uh, we've only got three in work at the moment. We've got a few other young ones to come in later on just to be educated. And um, Barry would... We purchased it. The English used to be the autumn sale. I think it's now the Vobus Gold sale. Uh, a few years ago, it, you know, the yearling sales, um, my brother and I, and we liked the look of him and, you know, his, his pedigree was pretty good. So, we, you know, we were lucky enough to be able to secure him and, you know, he took a long time to mature. He used to lay down a lot. He, you know, we sort of were hoping to run him in a derby or something when we bought him with sort of that sort of this horse we had him pinned for, but he just took forever to mature and he, he just wasn't ready as a young horse. But the owners that were in him were all patient and, you know, their patient was rewarded eventually. I know Dolphin Joe was a popular horse a few years back now in stall, but I'm sure Parry uh, the Baptist has taken over that mantle now as the people's horse of stall, Paul. Yeah, he's pretty popular locally. Yeah, and I tell you what, I'll be backing him in the gold nugget next year. He deserves to go one better, two consecutive seconds. Yeah, yeah, he's been a bit stiff, but it's you know it's a, it's a good race to sort of kick him off in when he's he's coming in. So 
you know, it's good that they, they don't run many handicaps outside of Melbourne. So, you know, you're lucky to have those sort of races. I'll put a good word in with the team at Country Racing Victoria, see if they can change that for you, Jonesy. But we appreciate your time, mate, and uh, well done with Barry. Yeah, thanks, Gareth. Uh, There's Paul Jones there, Barry the Baptist. Great story. Love those stories, Maggie. And he's done a mighty job with Barry. Yeah, he has. And you mentioned these, the pin-up boys for stall and taking out his hometown cup. I only saw the ownership group uh, celebrate when they took out Country Horse <laughs> of the Year in Melbourne. But I would have loved to have seen the celebrations in stall that night. But, um, no, he has been good for us and really wish him a good campaign. As you mentioned, it is hard off that injury layoff to come back and does deserve to go one better in the gold nugget, but we'd love to see him go a few better in a couple more country cups this campaign. And good luck to all of the country Victorians travelling to Mooney Valley and also Caulfield on Saturday for those feature race meetings and hopefully the country Vicks can score a few goals and head home with a bit of the, the city prize money there, Maggie. Yeah, well, that's right. We saw Nathan Hobson and Maddie Lloyd Really great story. Pick it up yesterday at Flemington, so that was great to see. I guess the country represent, well represented in much metropolitan. It's no different this weekend. We'll be cheering on all of our uh, people that race on Friday night and Saturday. But yeah, to see Maddie, although you couldn't see because of her mask, you could definitely see the smile, and she was rewarded very well. And it was a great interview too with Nathan Hobson after the race there with Nick Ashman on Racing dot com, and I heard Maddie on RSN ninety seven this morning. Her story is quite remarkable how she started just working for Nathan, mucking out the boxes, and then obviously she's had that, that riding background. But as Nathan pointed out, and I've been to these these country race meetings up north there in Victoria and also in New South Wales at, at meetings like Poon Carey, and she was competing at them, then all of a sudden, within a year, she's winning races at Flemington. That's right, and, you know, I've been to some of these meetings out near Moorman, Balranel, just across the border. Uh, you know, you wouldn't have... Some people wouldn't have even heard where they're from, and she's really putting in the work, and so is Nathan. He's, you know, no stranger to travel, so it's great to see them, you know, get that success, and they and they also train the, the third-place getter as well. So, uh, no, it's a great story, and she's put in the work and definitely deserves the, the success that she's getting now. Yeah, that's what racing's all about. Do you have a tip for us in the Colora- the Coleraine Cup? Well, just looking at acceptances that have come through this morning, it's actually quite a strong field with the five emergencies. I think Paul Pruska, trained admire winner, he's the top weight with 62 kilos. Uh, he looks to be maybe one, the one to beat coming off a few nice city city runs and previously with the Chris Waller team. So um, it's always these country cups are never easy to win. Uh, but, yeah, he might be my tip, the toppy admire winner. Good on you, Maggie. Catch up with you next week. Thanks, Gareth.